Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. It's going to be a little short this week, because we did the first man before this. I want to give a big uh, shout out to Adina Lapine for organizing the Shiurim online, making them accessible, and working so hard in the back end to do all the little things that need to get done to make these Shiurim possible. Really, a big shakayach. Okay. Pasha B'Shalach. Let's just jump into it. So when the Yidin left Mitzrayim, those two wars they encountered on the way, two battles they had. One of them was, of course, the Mitzrayim by Chris Yamsuf. And the other one was Amalek. We're going to discuss Amalek a little bit. When we left from Mitzrayim to Har Sinai to receive the Torah, on the way there are two wars. The war with Paray and the war with Amalek. The Pasha... <coughs> In this parasha, we talk about Hashem telling the Yidden how they should behave by these wars. When it comes to the war with Paray, what's the command? Hashem says with Paray, in a Paray's voice, he says, I'm going to fight for you. You'll, you'll be good. Go fight with Amalek. Very interesting. Two wars, two, uh, two similar enemies, seemingly. One of them, Hashem says, I'm going to take care of it. The other one says, I want you to take care of it. Why? When Amalek, it's a physical war, they actually go to war. With, with Mitzrayim, as we know, the Yidin didn't fight. They just went into the water. The Mitzrayim chased them gone to the water, and they got all destroyed. So it's interesting why one of them, Hashem, did all the work for them, by, but by um, by Amalek, we had to do all the work. What's going on over here? So what's the difference? I have the Bein Shtei Melchamesu, so the difference in these two words. Pari Haya Me'achari B'nei Yisrael. Pari was behind the Yidin. Hu Amad Bein B'nei Yisrael Pari wasn't standing in the way of the Yidin going to Harsinai. Standing behind them, he was standing in the way of back in Egypt and the food they're going to eat in Egypt. He was trying to schlub them back to Egypt, but he wasn't between them and 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 uh Harsinai. Eat the drink the milk in the land, meaning Pyre was was a uh, uh, a, a pari mentality, Mitzrayim mentality. That's what he was trying to shove him back. It's his Mitzrayim mentality. Pari complained, don't give him the good of Mitzrayim. Unless they're going to come back to your servants. He says, hey, Mitzrayim is good. We have, you know, it's like in a bad relationship or you have like a, you know, bad work environment and it's not working out. And, and they keep on trying to convince you to stay. And they're like, if you come and stay, you'll go get your pay. It's like, I'm meant to get paid. It's, it's like a bad environment. This is power. He's trying to tell the Yidin, you have to come back, and you're going to get food, 
I'm going to take care of you, and you're going to have your your health insurance covered, and all the, you can have all these things, even though you're living in this bad environment. He's standing in the way of the Yidin Matanteo. He wasn't he wasn't stopping them from going to Matanteo as much as he wanted them back in Mitzrayim. And therefore, those the the way the war happened because it wasn't getting in the way of going to Matanteo. Hashem said, "I'll take care of it. You're good. Trying to uh, drag you back? I'll take care of that." Lumad says, in contrast, Amalek, Amalek, Bembani, Saul, Abed, Hasinai. Amalek was standing between the Yid and Hasinai. There's Yid and Hasinai, there's Amalek in the middle, getting in the way. I'm not talking about it's, it's, it's Mitzrayim, going back to Mitzrayim, which is a land that has all these good things, or going to Saul has all these good things. The Yid are in the desert. And in the desert, the Amalek comes into that desert. To destroy the Yidden and try to get in the way of the Yidden, go and receive Matan Har Sinai in the desert. There's not a special place. Kafish Amar Azal, Masbirim Bemedrash Tanchuman explained the Medrash Tanchuman Al Ha'uvda Shatay Nisno Amidbar on the proof that tells you in the desert, but Loy Nitzin Lebni Sol Alech is a Kabbalist term. And Amalek was getting in the way, meaning, meaning, I see the Rebbe saying that. The Yidin weren't even in a good place. It wasn't like they're going to go back to Mitzrayim or go, go to Shisol, which is a nice place. I'm like, it's fighting them in the desert. There's nothing there. There's nothing going on. And they're just like Dafka When you have something in the way of you receiving the Torah, even though the voice might be the voice of Yaakov, and the hand, but the hands are the hands of Esau, meaning the hands are connected to Esau. Like it says about Esau, by your sword you live. Being that there's something getting away of you receiving the Torah. Therefore, we have to go all the ways possible. And to make sure to connect to Torah. So, meaning when it comes to Torah, this is sort of the point they're ever saying that when it comes to the Torah situation, then the Malik in the way. So we got to do whatever we can to get to get there. And we got to push us our way through. And that's why there was a physical war with the Malik. Why? The war, don't mistakenly think at the war by Mitzrayim, Hashem took over it by, by Amalek. We had to put all the effort. Sure, we had to go out to the physical war, but it wasn't that it wasn't my power that makes it, it wasn't the, uh, the strength of the Yid that made it possible for them to win the war. But it was coming from Hashem's, Hashem's war. Because Hashem's name won't be complete and his chair, meaning and, and his, his seat of power won't be complete until we get rid of Amalek. The war with Amalek, even though it was a physical war, is coming from a spiritual place. That's what he's saying. The war with Amalek wasn't a physical war only, whereas Mitzrayim was a war that Hashem took care of only. Even Amalek was a war with Hashem helping us. It was only 
the 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 reason why we had to go out to wage war because Amalek, the the Amalek was getting in the way of Martin Teirum, and it was, it was meaning meaning that the war with Amalek was a deep idea. It wasn't just a physical. They're in the way. For some reason Hashem decided if it's going forward, then we have to fight. Where it's going backwards, Hashem will take care of it. No, it was that Amalek represented something that needed to be fought by us, and that's what he's saying. And now we have, and of course we're going to discuss Amalek within us. And we have time within us. And sometimes time within us, it gets helped by Hashem. We are more like within us. We have to work on ourselves. Let's see. Biglal, Yudal, Biglal, Ha'uvda, Shamilchama, Ima Malik, Ha'isa, Mishum, Kabbalah, Satera, because the proof being that the ter- that the war with Amalek was because we're trying to receive the Torah, Ha'isa, Milchama, I'll call Praktel, the war with all its details, Kushura, B'Mesha, Beinu. Very much connected with Moshe Benu. Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai. Moshe Benu, which he's the one that's receiving Torah Misinai. That's why you had Moshe Benu very much involved in this war. Hamachama Navah Mi Moshe. The war sort of stemmed from Moshe. Moshe who, Moshe on the said, Bachar, choose for yourself um, strong men. Go wage war with the Malik. It was Moshe Benu that said this. And the war began with the doubling the prayer of Mesha. And, and it was done through the people of Mesha. Like it says, for us people. And the war was won through Yeshua, which was. Mishra's the Mishra. Mishra's servant. Mishra's uh, Mishra. He's a uh, he's, uh, secretary. A better word for it. But what we're showing here is not just the war with Amalek. It was a physical war. We had to go out. And of course, it was that it was a war of Hashem. It wasn't just a war, just physically. And that's it. That's because it's getting in the way of Tehran. And Amalek's getting in the way. But even more, they also have a Mishra. There's an aspect of Mishra in this war. That's, that's very... Mishra chooses the people... And the one who wins the war is Yeshua, which is Moshe's um, right-hand man. So we see another aspect of it is that it's connected to Moshe. You'd base. Now, of course, we have to realize that the war with Amalek was a, was a war that was above nature. Like it says in Yishalmi, really Amalek was meant to win the war. Shamalek they had like um, um, and had such such strong people. Had these special strong people, you know, they had special forces versus some uh, slaves coming out of Egypt. Nevertheless, we won. She came, because when you got to war with the power of Teirah, um, like we said, they'll lead to the people of Mesha. Because everyone that went to war, they, they didn't go thinking that, oh, I'm so strong, that's why he chose me. They understood that we're connected to Teirah and it's all about the Teirah. We're fighting the war of Teirah. Um, and going with the with the shlichus and and the power of Teirah that caused us to be able to win this victory. 
So we're seeing here another aspect, not just the war was a physical war, not just it was coming from, but it was, even though it was coming from Hashem, very much connected with Hashem, and this war was something that was miraculous. And the reason why we won, because the people weren't, this is, weren't the strongest people necessarily. And for sure, they weren't strong enough to beat Amalek, but they were going with the power of Teir. Yud Gimel. Now, now I'll start bringing this down a little bit. The, the, the mitzvah of remembering Amalek applies every day. We say this one of the Shesh Shechiris, one of the six remembrances, we should say every day. So therefore, uh, again, we, we, this is a classic that we keep on coming up with and seeing, the Rebbe is telling us, that, that this idea of what we're talking about in Amalek also applies to us in our Amalek daily. And again, a reminder that we keep on seeing and the Rebbe is trying to implant within us this idea, this Hanacha, this, this axiom, when you learn something in Torah, you have to ask yourself, how am I meant to learn a hero in Avedis Hashem? How am I meant to help me serve Hashem better, connect myself more to Torah mitzvahs and be more connected and do the right thing? So, so let's see. So we're lucky enough that we get to, when you learn a sikha, the Rebbe tells you. But, but, but the next stage in the process that we ourselves, when we're learning, we should, we should see it, we should think about it that way. We should say, oh, I wonder what this, and even if you don't have an answer, but at least you know, you look at the Torah, not as a history book, you know, as the Rebbe says in other places, not just uh, something that was like the past, or Nitzchus. So you look at it and say, ah, oh, I wonder what this means to me. You already approach it from a different angle. Lagabe Amalek Nema and Gaza Amalek says Ashe Karcha says it really literally means like they they cut you off. Who Tzinein is Bnei Yisrael, but the deep meaning meant that it called Karcha Kar called it it cooled down it Bnei Yisrael means his love was some the Kabbalas the Torah from their love to receive the Torah, and that's what they're coming to do. The Yidden are going to receive the Torah, and Amalek comes and start cooling you down. Relax, Torah is not so special. We were so excited. We're finally leaving Mitzrayim. We're finally going to go to Hasinai and receive the Torah. This, this excitement also affected the world. As, as the marshal of like a, a, a bathtub that's, that's boiling, like it says in the Medjush. Everyone saw this burning flame and fire of the Yidden, all excited. And then we're all excited. Amalek came, the Tanya and his He put some ice cubes into the fire and to cool it down. From our excitement to receive the tail. So Amalek, and, and as we're going to continue tomorrow, which we're going to miss Hashem, we got to finish it off. Yes, we're going to finish it off. So, we have to realize um, the Amalek within us is something that cools us off. Meaning, meaning, and, and, and you think about it for yourself, there's many ways you can apply it. But the, one of the simple ways is when we do something good and we put it down. I'm not that good. Ah, it's not that good. Or let's say we learned something we haven't learned in a while. Or we do something. We, dive, we haven't done in six months. Lamashal. Let's say we haven't done in a while. And we, and we get one day, we get the, the oomph and we daven. What does Amalek do? And you feel good, you daven, and you feel in the shama. It's like, ah, oh, it feels good. Ah, oh, it feels good davening. So that's the natural good reaction. That's the, the nefesh lakis reaction. Ah, ah, my daven, it feels good. It's Hashem tomorrow, I'll do it again. Amalek comes and says, what are you getting so excited? 
You davened? You haven't davened forever. You finally davened? It's about time you davened. What are you getting so excited about? Relax, you know, nothing special. Or, or yeah, and, and you can, you know, we have to all think to ourselves and apply to ourselves what's an example of our molecules, but it's, it's that cools us up, puts it down. Oh, I'm excited for Shabbos. We're so excited. Shabbos not that special. And, and the Chayna Allah, you can use it at in many examples. So we have to, we have to find our Amalek within us. And we have to, as we're going to learn tomorrow, figure out how to deal with this Amalek. Have an amazing day, everybody. Thank you.